You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. We're the Satellite Sisters. Happy to be with you here today. I'm Leanne Dolan in West Hollywood, the Wondery Studios. I'm a writer and producer. I live in Pasadena, California. I'm married. I have two boys and a big dog, Liz. And you're the youngest sister, Leanne. You forgot to say that again. (laughs) I know. You like everyone to know that. I'm Liz Dolan. I live in Santa Monica, California. I'm the middle sister. I'm an on-again, off-again corporate executive. And my dog's name is Hooper. Hey, well, I'm Julie Dolan. I'm the oldest sister. I'm in Dallas, Texas now, but I've kind of lived and worked in a lot of unusual places around the world. I'm an empty nester, an urban nana with five grandchildren. Uh, No dogs at the moment, but you never can tell. Never can tell. Good tease, Joel. Good tease. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Speaking of urban nana, later in the show, we are going to reveal our new merch for the holiday season, our director of merchandise, oh, yes. Liz Dolan, thank you very much, has been on it, and, and <laughs> she's knocked it out of the park, land. <laughs> just we're just trying a few new things. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's a whole Urban Nana line. We're going to talk about it later. Yes, yes. Just, You're going to start to see that popping up, and you know, on Facebook and Twitter. But we're going to explain the whole deal to you today. All right. Also, we have an awful lot of beverage and snack news today. I mean, I don't know if any podcast who's not food-related covers beverages and snacks like we're going to be doing. I mean, we we have Tuesday trends in snacks and beverages. We have business stories uh-huh. yeah. about snacks oh, yeah. and beverages. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have snacks on airplanes, snacks, uh, you know, snacks in your bag, wherever you want. Do you think it's because we're all doing so much stress eating? Do you think it's that? (laughs) Yes, Liz, I do. Stress drinking. (laughs) I do. All right, our entertaining sisters, we have our Poldark mini recap. Uh, Hats off to Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She had an amazing night. We're going to tell you about that. Liz, you talked to some fun guests on The Skim. We're going to talk about that. Um, We have a couple of, you know, just personal how was your weeks. But let's start with some of the sadder news of the day. Yeah, There was sad news just announced that Sandra Day O'Connor has Alzheimer's and she is withdrawing from public life. And, I mean, this is just so sad because, you know, her husband also died of Alzheimer's. I know. Right. What a a hard thing for the kids in that family. She has three sons. We've been through this. Our father died of Alzheimer's. So to lose a parent is always difficult. To lose them through this slow grind that is Alzheimer's is so hard. But we were thinking about a fantastic day we spent with Sandra Day O'Connor, right, Leanne? It was uh, 2010 when Maria Shriver was First Lady of California. She threw an annual women's conference, and we went every year. But the last year she was First Lady, she totally hit it out of the park. She did. She called up every person (laughs) she ever met. And the list of speakers ranged from, you know, Oprah to Mary J. Blige to Robert Redford. There was Michelle Obama and And Laura Bush. Yes, yes. And there were two Supremes. Yes. Diane Sawyer interviewed both Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Sandra Day O'Connor on the stage that day. And it was, as Leah noted, I'm, look, I'm reading now from a 2010 blog post, which you can find uh, on our blog. Here's what Leanne wrote. 
14,000 women doing anything is an impressive sight, but 14,000 women giving Justice Sandra Day O'Connor a spontaneous standing ovation as she simply walks through the crowd is spine tingling. Remember that? It was. Because she was like, see, she was going to sit down in the front to listen to Maria Shriver. Yeah. And it just, there were 14,000 women. I was in a huge convention center. Yeah. So it wasn't this cozy, intimate thing. It was like, Chaotic, fantastic, yes. and everyone stood up. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and then you had. Do you know that she? She's also uh, Sandra Day O'Connor. Was also um, she's honored at the Cowgirl Hall of Fame in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Nice. She is an original cowgirl. So, that's true. Uh, that Julie makes and I her went strong there. and yeah. smart, and I'm sure <laughs> that will help her family. One other note from your blog post, Leanne. Do yeah. you recall writing this? Best moment of the day, when Diane Sawyer introduced Justice O'Connor and Justice Ginsburg, and they both walked out on stage with their pocketbooks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's a heartbreaker to think about Sandra Day O'Connor having Alzheimer's. It is. But just remember, she was the first. She was, she the, was first. the one that really, really... Like broke the seal uh, on the Supreme Court for all of us. So, and um, you'll read all about it, I'm sure, if you're not familiar with some of her history. But I know that day they both talked about like graduating number one in their class and not getting any mm-hmm. job yeah. offers. Like yeah. that's something she and Ruth right. Bader Ginsburg had in common. Right. If yeah. you've seen the RBG documentary, you've seen that whole story from her point of view and listening to her that day from Ruth Bader Ginsburg's point of view. And we also got. Uh, Justice O'Connor's story uh, the same way. So anyway, we are thinking of you, Justice O'Connor, and all of the members of your family and extended friend circle. It's a it's a hard road. Yes, it is. But that also reminds me, I've been thinking a lot lately about mom. I call this the season of mom because somehow <laughs> when we get to October, November, December, our mother, who we lost six years ago, uh, you know, she was just the fall was just a bustling, bustling time it was. for Edna Dolan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, it was hounding all of us to get flu shots, right? She did. <laughs> I mean, yes. She was. Every year. To, to the, the, her dying day, Liz, yes. she was hounding <laughs> Literally. people to get flu shots. Yes. <laughs> she was. And, you know, I used to take mom and dad to get their flu shots many years towards the end of their lives. So I could not escape my flu shot like right there. All three of us would go get our flu shots together at the, the Walgreens on Wilshire Boulevard. But so every year when all the flu shot signs start to pop up in front of all the Rite Aids and Walgreens around town, I'm like, I can drive by them three or four times without going in for a shot. But then ultimately, as I did this Sunday, I went in and I got my flu shot mom. So this one's for you, Edna Dolan. <laughs> it was a late in life <laughs> conviction, though, really, because I can tell you as the youngest of eight, I know when there were times when I was asked to like produce my vaccination record, I was like, I don't have a vaccine. Just give me the shot. <laughs> I'm sure. Just assume it didn't get done. I'm sure whatever, yeah, refresher <laughs> shot I need, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next thing that reminds me of mom is just holiday decorations. Leon and Julie, you're both going big with your pumpkin tableaus. Uh, mom would right. be proud. I've, I've, she, I've, I, she loved that kind of stuff. Liz, I saw some bittersweet in the market here in Dallas, $24 for a sprig of bittersweet. Wow. Mom, when you think about how much she would harvest every fall, she could have used all that money to put eight kids through college, <laughs> right? <laughs> Her mother would keep her clippers in the back of her station wagon, and if she saw Bittersweet by the side of the road, even if it was I-95, she would pull over, jump out, and cut those bad boys down. We had like a... (laughs) 
a <laughs> station wagon full of bittersweet <laughs> this time of year. Uh, some of you in certain parts of the country, you probably don't even know what that is. So you can Google it. It's very attractive yeah. with greens. Yes. <laughs> and it's very fallish. Very fall. Uh, and then the last thing that always reminds me of mom is Thanksgiving menu planning. Uh, when we were kids, Thanksgiving was always at our house with our extended family, our mother's three sisters. So we would have like 40 people for Thanksgiving dinner. And dividing up the work among the sisters was usually our mother's job because she was the bossiest, but also because she was the host. And what did I do last week, Leanne? This is this is a shocker, Julie. You didn't get copied on this because you will not be with us this Thanksgiving. But I did a Thanksgiving menu plan and circulated it to all the family members oh. that will be together. Julie, I almost wow. fell over. <laughs> I mean... I mean- Hell has frozen over if Liz is doing the uh, menu plan. Yeah. Liz, assigning things, please let me know your side dishes. <laughs> you bring non-alcoholic. You bring the wine. I couldn't believe it. I mean, we're doing a little Thanksgiving in Oregon. We're yeah. happy to get in on it. Yeah. And I'm also happy to turn it over. I was like, great. I'm going to be the person now just showing up with two side dishes and my hair and makeup done because I don't have to host the whole party. <laughs> so. Yeah. Can I just say, when I say menu planning, I didn't tell anyone what to make, Julie. Right. I just said, you do your two favorite side dishes and you go, you're gluten-free. Okay. Cover all of that stuff. Whatever gluten-free stuff we need, you do that. You know, so we have, we spread the responsibility yeah. around uh, and I'm doing the venue. <laughs> yeah. It was well out in, in advance though, Liz. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was really shocked. Well, again, it was it's the season of mom. Yeah. So mom would have done it. She would sit on the beach on the 4th of July and sketch <laughs> those things out. Anyway, so we're thinking of you, mom. It's been six years, but this we, you know, of course, we think about you all the time, but especially this time of year when you would have been bustling and hustling. OK, very inspiring, Liz. And Leanne. Also, hey, I wanted to share with you because I had a very inspiring uh, weekend and and I want to I have four reasons why you two, why you satellite sisters need to go to West Texas. Uh, This past weekend, I took (laughs) it. I I know this is hard to believe, but I I took a Thelma and Louise trip with my oldest, dearest friend, Leslie. We had a big weekend out in West Texas. First stop was Marfa, Texas, which you may have heard of because it's very high on the hipster list. We obviously are not hipsters, but it is also the home of the Chinati Foundation, which is a contemporary art museum located in Marfa, Texas. And it's based on its founder and artist, Donald Judd. And the story of Donald Judd was he's an American contemporary artist. He has passed away, but he was at his working in, working in New York City at his height and he decided he was going to up and move to Marfa, Texas, which is way out in the middle of nowhere. And he purchased, with the help of a foundation, an abandoned army base that was in Marfa, Texas, and was the home for German POWs during World War II, if you can believe it. Wow. And really? there, wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm telling you, this is an interesting trip. And there he installed his works as well as his friend's work. So Donald Judd is there. Dan Flavin is there, Robert Irwin is there, Irvin is there, and John Chamberlain. And the thing about it, Leon, that I know that you and your husband would love is that this is the ultimate combination of art, architecture, because he has all these pieces of art in old army barracks and in the motor pool, uh, the military hospital has been turned into a work of art itself. Um, So it is the ultimate combination of art, 
architecture and the environment because you're way out in the middle of nowhere. It's just Texas prairies and in the background, spectacular mountains. Liz, I know you would love it because you're all about big ideas versus small ideas or <laughs> tiny, tiny ideas. And this was a really big idea mm-hmm. in the 1970s to up and move to pretty much the end of the earth. OK, and to do and to try to do what he did, which is, you know, he was kind of a painter, sculpture, you know, he worked with metal and to to create this whole environment for a permanent co- collection. So it and. To go to this Chinati Foundation, I have to tell you now, Leslie and I are not art experts. We enjoy going to art museums. We were not art history majors, but I think this was as moving as any European cathedral hmm. or Asian temple I've ever seen. Wow. It, it, it is breathtaking. And you've you seen it all. At- you've, you've really done your time around the world, so that's high praise. Yeah, so, I mean, you, it just took our breath away about, and you can look at pictures and you're thinking, hey, I'm not going to drive eight hours from Dallas or fly to Midland, Texas and drive three hours uh, to see that. But there is something about being there that was amazing. The town of Martha, Marfa is, um, is I felt very much at home because it's it's a a little town in West Texas filled with people straight out of Brooklyn. There are a lot of people (laughs) in black clothing with ironic hairstyles. Uh, And so it's really a mix of things, Um, but well uh, well worth the stop. That was stop number one. Stop number two, Liz, all for you. You've Mm -hmm. gotta do it if you head out to West Texas. You have to go to Fort Carson and go to the McDonald Observatory. This is run by the University of Texas. But Liz, something that you probably didn't know, that this area of the country, they have what is known as class one darkness. Oh, so no light pollution? Right. This is ideal for stargazing, Liz. Mm -hmm. Class one uh, uh, darkness is really what you want. And the McDonald Observatory, most days, with the exception of holidays, they offer a star party at night where just regular old people like us can go up to the observatory. And the night we were there, there were 150 people. Again, we're just in the middle of nowhere in West Texas. <laughs> where they come from? People we don't know. There, and they've got astronomers, astrophysicists, and they're giving you lectures about stars and how to see them. It is fantastic. That sounds so amazing. You, Liz, you got to do that. Okay. I know as you're now uh, our sort of... Um, we have a real astronomer in the family, but you're our amateur astronomer. Yes, so. I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Astronomy enthusiast, Liz Dolan. <laughs> yes. So um, and then it was on to Big Bend National Park. And Lee and I know your family loves national parks. You've got to put this on your list because it is the only national park that has both mountains, deserts, and desert and a giant river going through it. Of course, the Rio Grande River, which with a spectacular bend in the Rio Grande River, which makes for spectacular canyons for you to see. Hmm. Um, and if you're if you if you don't you don't have to believe me. You can certainly b- believe Anthony Bourdain because just this past Sunday, he um, on his CNN show Parts Unknown. 
he did a whole episode on West Texas. Oh, really? And I think that's it. it yes. So this is your chance to watch it. Uh, um, but I, there's something very exotic about this region of the country uh, that is well worth the effort uh, to get there. It's very good driving, good roads there. Uh, it's a little dark at night. But <laughs> Class one. That, Class one darkness. And, <laughs> yeah, and outstanding food, you know, uh -huh. from uh, food trucks to, you know, to taco places to, you know, full on meals. But I would you just have to put this on your list. It was a fascinating place in the country to go visit. Wow. Huh. OK, I color me convinced. <laughs> that's that's an excellent pitch, Julie. Hmm. The West Texas okay. Chamber and, of know, Commerce. Great for a girlfriend trip or a family trip. Uh, you know, all ages would enjoy, you know, a variety of things in this area. And then you have all the nice, friendly people from West Texas. So That's can't true. beat that. All right. Thanks, Julie. Great report. All right. Excellent. Okay. Coming up, we're going to tell you about the new merch uh, at the shop. Also, we've got Tuesday Trends, Beverages, Snacks, and <laughs> Megan, Megan and Harry. But first, I want to thank a couple of sponsors. Okay, and we're back, and ta-ta-da-ta-ta-da-ta, let the holiday season begin, Satellite Sisters. Uh, as you know, if you are you know, been listening for longer than a year, we launched a Satellite Sister shop online last year with your basic branded, logoed merchandise. Right, Jewel? You got your Satellite Sister shirts. You could get mm -hmm. some Satellite Mister shirts. I know for- Land mm -hmm. and Liz, mm -hmm. I love those, yep. And I know that for some of your girlfriend weekends, you've ordered like the makeup kits and things. So I, I would say we had what I would consider to be mm, the bare minimum of merch that we needed. So this year is the year of kicking it up a notch. So if you go to our shop right now and you can, there's a link to the shop from our website, SatelliteSisters.com. More info on that later. You're going to see several new collections. But the one I'm really going to talk about today, well, two actually, we're really created with you in mind, Julie Dolan, because you uh -huh. really have your own sub-brand as Urban Nana. And I felt like we were, we were not giving it enough attention in the shop. So if you go to our shop, have you looked through the new merch, Jewel, or am I pitching it to you? Well, now? I took a peek, but you told me you were going to do the big reveal on the yes, show list. Yeah. So I just thought I'd wait to have you tell me about the Urban Nana uh, merchandise. Okay. So the Urban Nana stuff, it's the stuff I, I was really inspired by. What would Julie wear? What would Julie use? What would Julie give to her friends? You know, because she is Urban Nana. So if you go there, you know, it's some fun stuff. It's some tote bags and some classic T-shirts. And you need your coffee mugs, you need your water bottles, uh, but then some stickers. Uh, people said they wanted stickers for their car. You got that now? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Isn't uh, that a cute idea? Yeah. I mean, I you assume know, they're going to stick. You, when you meet your new grandchild, you can wear your Urban Nana T-shirt. <laughs> it will be so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I assume people are going to want to try some of this. The apron, the Urban Nana apron. Now, not everyone wants to wear an apron. But some are bananas too. So you got we that. have the bake, baking nanas. They, you know, they need a apron. Yes. So that's going to be very helpful. Your baking yeah. nanas. There you go. Um, the, some pillows, a couple of keychains, including the heart shaped keychain that says Urban Nana on it. I'm thinking that would be a really good gift for an Urban Nana in your life, right? So, yeah. so there you go, Jewel. I I hope you're happy with that. I was inspired by that, but more than anything else, I was also inspired by Nana Camp 
whenever you have your grandchildren over for any period of time, you really put your heart into it and you organize a whole series of adventures and activities under the theme of Nana Camp. So we cre- it's not me. It's not me alone, Liz. I mean, there are other grandmothers out there that are just killing it on on Nana Camps and they are they are doing the same kind of things. But yes, um, OK, that's what I call my my experience. But I, it is for everyone, you know, all grandparents can can uh, can offer a Nana Camp. That's what I was thinking. And what's Nana Camp without merch, right? You got you need you need the shirts and stuff for all of your campers. So if you click on the Nana Camp logo, which is, can we agree, a super adorable logo? It's, really it's, cute. it's the cutest. It is the cutest. And you know, the thing is, if you have another name as a grandmother, maybe you're Gigi or you know Mimi. Sure. You still can, you know, the Nana Camp. It is generic there, yeah, you know, yes. and and your the grandchildren won't be confused. They'll yeah. figure it out. They're yeah. of course because they're your exceptional grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to see there we have all kinds of like shirts, both the football shirt, the baseball jerseys. We've got shirts for toddlers. We've got hoodies and hats. I am sorry, some nanas might object to the fact that the only hat that's available is a trucker hat. I you wondered know, why that you was picked the, that. That was the only style for kids oh. they have in the Cafe Press store. Because I would not have... Kids put... like trucker hats. Don't worry okay, about but it. But I'm yeah. assuming Nana's don't. But whatever. <laughs> oh, make your own hat if that's what you want to do. But then I started to get really inspired. And that's where you see the Nana Camp beach towel because you're going to have some activities. We have bags and lunch bags and all that kind of stuff. But here was the... This was the piece de resistance, Julie, when I realized I could make duvet covers and pillowcases. Liz, Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what uh, what, I'm what I'm recommending. Yeah, by the way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate free, and wild caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? 
this Mother's Day? Just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OSEAMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Undaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SAT Sisters at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. You, you, my mind was blown, Liz, because you asked me like, well, what kind of merchandise for Nana Camp? And I was thinking just like sweatshirts. Yeah, That's no. all I could think of. I know. But you, Liz Dolan, you, you know, you've had the big ideas and duvet covers. Those, That's a really big idea. I'm just thinking for a lot of Nanas, when you have your grandchildren over, if you wanted to transform their room into a real Nana Camp room, what would you need? You'd need the duvet covers. You'd need the pillowcases. I even supply laundry bag. You can order the laundry bag for Nana Camp and then the yard sign because you're going to want to put the sign up showing that Nana Camp is in session. (laughs) The yard sign melted my heart, Liz, I have to tell you. (laughs) Anyway, there's a lot of other stuff there. We will be introducing you to some of the other new items as the season goes on. But it's all there. Uh, Go to our website. Click on where it says shop up in the upper right-hand corner. It will take you to the site. Or you'll see, like, right now being released. So the main blog post we have right now is some of the new photos, especially the cute one of Julie Yu in your Urban Nana t-shirt. That's I'm cute. so proud of that, Liz. It's such a cute design, and uh, I, I just couldn't be prouder. Okay. So, uh, thank so, you so much. I'm glad I am. Mar- I am. I have a sister as a marketing genius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's more that will be coming up later on in the holiday season. But there you go. You can check it all out. Enjoy Satellite Sister Shop open for business. <laughs> Who knew, okay, Liz? Liz? That's so good. You didn't think I had these skills, no, right? I did not. This is. I don't think of you as a shopper at all. I'm not. Yeah. No, but I can. <laughs> but I you, can, you did it. You I nailed can, it. You give me a good logo, I can slap it on a lot of cute stuff. That's what I okay. did here. 
<laughs> All right, sisters. Well, it's time for Tuesday Trends. So let me pull out my bright purple folders uh, <laughs> that are made by Aquadrops. And this is from Officeworks. You may recognize these because these are the same ones that our girl, Meghan Markle, used <laughs> when she got off the plane in Australia on her 16-day tour with her husband, Harry, and she was trying to hide the news that she was having a baby. Well, do you know that the sales of these AquaDrop purple folders have actually increased 75%? How is that possible? People want the exact folder she was carrying? Of course they do. And I want to thank Peggy Sue from our Satellite Sisters Facebook group for digging up that information. Of course they do, Liz. Why would you want any other color folders? I guess. You want the Meghan Markle folders, okay? <laughs> In purple, bright purple. They're very nice. And I so they are, you know, this is the, over this 16-day period, this is where I think you are going to see the big trends for 2018, 2019. So get yourself some purple folders. You're going to need mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Secondly, fans are desperate to get their hands on the banana bread recipe that I don't know if you have been following as closely as I have this uh, the 16-day trip that Meghan and Harry are doing. But at one point, Meghan Markle whipped up a loaf of banana bread to take to an engagement she was going to in New South Wales. Uh, they were staying at some, some really? home, and I guess she just wanted to bake some banana bread. But not, ju- not any kind of banana bread. It, it was a special banana bread that had ginger and cinnamon. And because she's a California girl, Leanne, it had chocolate chips. Sure. How about, <laughs> sure. How about that? We're irreverent S- like that. Yep. Searches for banana bread recipes went up 52% on the internet. Okay. <laughs> and just searches for ginger and cinnamon banana bread, 137%. People are desperate. She hasn't given out the recipe yet, but people are trying to recreate the Meghan Markle chocolate chip ginger cinnamon banana bread recipe. All right. Good luck with that. I don't know. She used to have a food blog. the overripe bananas, but I guess if, you know, if you're Meghan Markle and you arrive in Australia and you want some bananas, they'll get them for you. (laughs) Leanne, what about the Rothy shoes? That was unbelievable. Did you spot that? Yes. It was incredible. There she was. She you know, had a busy day and she was in all of her high heels and all of that stuff. But then they were going to uh, to walk around in the zoo and be at the beach. She just slipped those Rothy flats on, you know. That was uh, amazing and sensible. And, uh, and we haven't checked with Rothys, but I am sure, you know, they've been very, very busy. Don't you think? <laughs> yes. Well, they... They certainly have been sending out enough emails featuring the photos of Megan. They're making that. the most of it, and I would. Mm-hmm. I would. Mm-hmm. I would get your orders in now. Ironically, Rothy's is one of our sponsors today. So you're going to hear about Rothy's in just a minute. But I had just told a couple of friends about them, and then the article came out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you better order now because <laughs> they're going to be gone. I know that. I mean, the site, I'm sure they've um, they've upped their ability to handle orders there. Um, You know that uh, Meghan Markle at one point early in the trip was wearing a blazer designed by tennis great Serena Williams. Okay, people wanted the blazer. They wanted Mm -hmm. they wanted to get that. That site crashed right away. But (laughs) I guess they've got to back it up. But, Leon, I was hoping that you'd noticed how, you know, how just absolutely perfectly Meghan Markle because of her uh, Southern California background 
just has been able to uh, perfectly get that Southern California beach chic look yes. down to a T. Yep. She's worn a series of sundresses that you're like, oh, isn't that cute? That yeah. would be really nice to wear <laughs> to the beach in L.A., right? Well, yeah, I mean, she's got a lot of style. And she, she does. Yeah, and she is a Southern mm-hmm. California girl. She probably feels right at home in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure she's loving it. They're loving her there. She's on to Fiji now. Where and I think uh, uh, you know, Liz. I don't know how you feel about a cape dress, but um, I think I'm going to get one because that's what <laughs> Meghan Markle was wearing. So it, it was looks, a formal dress yeah. with a little cape. It was mm-hmm. it's was pretty nice. It was. Yeah. Remember how much we enjoyed the cape dress that Madam Secretary wore to oh, yeah, I do. an event <laughs> state dinner several seasons ago. So I think if chosen wisely, the cape dress can be an effective look, Julie. I don't okay, think you so want I, the right kind of event. I don't think you want capes all the time. You might want to be wary of that. I don't think you want to go to Target in a cape, yeah, but no. I think a formal event. I think it's nice. You wouldn't have needed one at, say, Sheila's birthday party. No. But, you know, if you're doing, going to a higher level event, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because it gives you a little coverage on the yes. on the shoulders yes. and the arms, Liz, which I know you like. So mm, I enjoy it is that. something to consider. Okay, so there's your list. Uh, purple folders, banana bread, uh, Rothy shoes, uh, long sun, uh, sundresses, Serena's blazer, and a cape dress. So far. Oof. Now, the trip's not over. So I may be adding to that trend list, but that's your assignment. Get to work on it right away uh, because we want to support this, these kinds of trends. All right, dog owner sisters, here's my second trend for the uh, for the day. And I have a kind of a quiz. Okay, Liz and Leanne. Beer for dogs, yes or no? Leon? No. <laughs> Liz? Mm, no, why would you do that? Mm. Okay, well, here's the reason why. Uh, because apparently if you love beer and if you love dogs and you love sitting on patio bars uh, in Southern California or Texas or Connecticut or wherever, um, that perhaps your, be- uh, your dog would appreciate some beer. Do you think? No, I just no, just no. It's water. Dogs should have water. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what that's what I thought too, uh, Leon. But this these are two uh, Houston, Texas uh, bar owners, and they love beer and they love their dogs. Um, but they wanted to. Um, they were concerned about the nutrition that their dog was getting, so they concocted a series of beers, uh, and they've put a lot of good things in them. These are non-alcoholic beers. And they have bone marrow in there and ginger. Okay, Meghan Markle likes ginger. Uh, turmeric or turmeric, however you say that. They've thrown <laughs> that in there. So this, these are all things that are good for a dog and, and, and sort of a supplement, Leon uh, and Liz, uh, rather, than, uh, rather than an alcoholic beverage. Um, they have three flavors. The first one is Mailman Malt Liquor. Okay, that's the name of it. <laughs> Second flavor is IPA lot in the yard. Okay. And Liz, this is one that I thought might uh, appeal to Hooper. It's called session dot, dot, dot squirrel. <laughs> so those are, those are the three flavors, but it's $5 a can. So oh, that's, that's where I thought I'm out with that. That seems yeah, ridiculous, yeah. but. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear it's non-alcoholic beer. I was thinking that maybe we were going to be, you know, getting our, Dogs hooked on. Th- they already sleep twenty hours a day. They right. don't really need alcohol. <laughs> they drink out of puddles. So that, like paying, their standards so, are so low, very low. So paying any money for them for a beverage <laughs> seems really a puppuccino. I don't believe in any of those things because they drink out of like old puddles on the street. So that, 
That's what I think. That's what I so. <laughs> Okay. So okay. no on that trend. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, well, all you right. heard it here. All right. I have another beverage question because uh, I I can't believe how the milk aisle has exploded at the grocery store. You used to just go and there would maybe be a dozen choices of milk ranging from whole to skim. Uh-huh. And now I understand then the lactose you know, sure. free milk showed up. That's great. Then all of a sudden we're getting milk from plants. I don't really know how that works, but there's almond milk now. Uh-huh. And then there's hyper homogenized. And now there's something like where they say we take all the bad stuff out of milk and we just leave the good stuff in milk, which makes me question all the other milk I've been drinking. <laughs> there's organic milk. Mm-hmm. And then my friend this weekend when I was in Connecticut, she turned me on to grass fed milk. She's like, oh, you can only drink grass fed milk yeah. because what? that oh it's delicious creamy milk so of course i went to buy some grass fed milk and then spent 20 minutes just standing in front of the milk aisle there are eight million milks now yeah what's happened and Liz? it's only going to get more complicated leanne Why it's that? so funny that you had that observation uh because in the business section of the new york times this week this headline quaker foods gambles on popularity of milk alternative made from oats so quaker oats is making milk from Oats, right? That, it seems kind of logical. But all everything you just mentioned, here's what they wrote about that. Milk alternatives were originally geared towards people unable to stomach cow's milk because they were lactose intolerant. But as vegans and other buyers em- embraced the plant-based choices, sales in the United States rose to more than $2 billion that last year. That's up 61%. From five years ago. Well, that uh, explains it then. I mean, yeah. it's just taken over the entire refrigerated <laughs> section. It's of exhausting every now, <laughs> though. So many choices to make. And you come home and you're like, wait, I didn't buy this milk. Did like, you, you buy just, the right milk? Yeah, you just you reach have milk for, regret. I know. You yeah. just reach for milk and you're like, oh, I didn't mean to buy that milk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, get ready because all the choices are going to start to explode. In January, Quaker Oats is introducing this Quaker Oat beverage. They're calling it beverage, not milk, because obviously it's not not milk. milk. It's not milk. So they're going to introduce this to the mass market. And because, you know, Quaker Oats is part of Pepsi, they're using Uh Pepsi's distribution chain. So you're going to see this Quaker Oat beverage everywhere you go. And that, yes. Liz, can I ask, is it like, is that oat milk? Is that what it's called? Yes. But they're and not calling it, it oat is milk. Is it joy. oats in it? Is it like mushy, <laughs> like uh, like oatmeal? Is it like a watery oatmeal? Well, what is the texture? It's so funny you say that. So here's what it says in the article. Oat milk, while gaining popularity in parts of Europe, has been mostly a trendy fringe product in the United States. You know, in sort of some very narrow sort of cappuccino joints where uh, they wanted real hipster coffee joints. So Quaker hopes to distinguish its offering by promoting what it says or its health benefits. Primarily that it contains blah, 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 blah. I'm not even going to read that, which might even reduce um, heart disease. But then um, there, there is a whole thing. in it. Remember Marion Nussel? She's been on Satellite Sisters before. She's the big yes. food expert yeah. at NYU. She's like, yeah, how much would you have to drink of this uh, oat milk to get the recommended daily amount of soluble fiber? That would be like four eight-ounce glasses, uh, which she's guessing no. nobody's really going to do. Or, says Ms. Nessel, or you could just eat a bowl of oatmeal. Yeah. So there you go. I don't know. 
I'm just saying it's going to get more complicated, not less complicated. You're going to have to try some of this stuff and make your own no, choices. No, I'm not going to. I mean, I'm not lactose intolerant. I, I'm fine with just the regular milk. But I'm I'm glad it just makes ordering at Starbucks very complicated now because oh. people are ordering with a lot of things. But, you know, that's their health thing. They're into it. That's what they want to do. It's probably a lot better. Is it better for the planet? We don't really know <laughs> because it takes a lot of water to raise oats, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. How do you milk an oat, Liz? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that oat mi- milk is a little better than uh, a dog beer. Does what yes. you're saying? Okay. Yeah. I think okay. that's totally fair to say. Yes. Okay. It's also right. better than the other beverage we're going to talk about right now, Julie, which is the classic sugar-free beverage, Tab. So, Again, giant story in the paper. Headline says, where's my tab? A shortage panics fans. Now, if you have oat beverage at one end of the health scale, right. I think you can be pretty certain that tab is at the other end of that scale. We are not scientists here, but it has become less and less popular because of, well, everything that's in it. And it yeah. But there are people that are so hooked on tab that they started to get panicked earlier this year because they were noticing in certain parts of the country, they weren't finding it in their grocery stores anymore. Oh, wow. sisters. Yeah. And so then this whole conspiracy yeah. the conspiracy theory started that Coca-Cola was just going to stop making it altogether, mm-hmm. which really led to a run on the stores. Well, it turns out that it's just in one region that the bottler has discontinued it. So if you are in the 14-state territory, which includes Ohio, Kentucky, Virginia, North Carolina, and District of Columbia, you might be out of luck. The good news is you can still get Fresca, which is delicious. Yes. And I'm certain it's probably just as bad for you if that's important to you. But there Does are... the tab they make now still have the saccharin? Yeah, is I it... think so. Because the Fresca is a different mm-hmm. recipe. Mm-hmm. So it is it is refresking. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't drink a lot of soda anymore, but... Um, yeah. But I think the tab is still the old school, really terrible. And that tastes like very metallic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But we yeah. loved it. Some people love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we loved it before Diet Coke came out. Right. Right. That's, That's when it was the be- first big diet drink. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just I'll close with this. How do you know you're really a tab addict? Uh, Laura Holson from the New York Times, you know, our favorite reporter at the New York Times. Uh, she talked to a couple of people that clearly are, clearly are addicts. Here's this woman, Miss Kuhneman, said she could not find Tab in San Francisco where she lived. So she sometimes hired a courier to drive 90 miles north to Sacramento and pick up several <laughs> oh. cases. Okay, that's a problem. Wow. Yeah, you have a problem. Yeah. And then uh, here's another guy, Mr. Boyd of Charlotte, North Carolina, has a group of friends who alert one another when store shipments come in. So imagine you get a text from your, your little tab group uh that um that's how i used to shop when i lived in moscow russia you know oh, really? we get word that there was some that beef was going to be in the grocery stores or you know some american cheerios were going to be there so yeah. yes uh oh that's very interesting oh. yeah <laughs> okay tab liz you know we love talking about frame bridge don't we we do <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame leon aren't there Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, you I like can. to share? Would you like I know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing. 
to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift-giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame, and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? <laughs> That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz, my hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. You cool. just buy it whenever you can see it. You can start a little cottage industry. You know? Yeah. You can become well, the middleman. Uh, distributing tab. <laughs> well, that, that's in the story too, Julie, the people that are ordering it online. And then it's 40 bucks a case. So you really have to have a problem if you're paying 40 bucks a case wow. for tab. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, if that's your drink of choice, you could do worse. If you know, you could drink a case of beer. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be as good. I don't right? know. That. I don't know. I, I don't even know that. I think beer is a little bit more natural. I mean, again, the alcohol okay. bad, but um, yeah. saccharin also bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Everybody gets to make their own choices. That's, right. that's my policy. That's why America drink is whatever great. you want. Yep, that is why America <laughs> is great. You can have tab. You can have oat milk. Oat milk. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. Drink whatever you want, people. <laughs> That's our policy here. All right. Uh, briefly, I saw this story in the travel section of the New York Times. Small snack brands have friends in high places. And this was an interesting intersection of, like, PR and just BS for me, basically. <laughs> I'll just say it. Because this is a whole story on how, like, artisanal snack brands have made their way onto airlines. And, you know, particular airlines like JetBlue go out of their way to find, you know, grass-fed beef jerky made in Montana to stock on their planes for snacks. Mm. Okay? And that's great. You know, I like pretzels, too. But airline travel is terrible. So if (laughs) you think that I like... Pretzel Perfection, their snack mix from a small company and blah, 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 is going to make me forget the fact that I can't even open up the my tray. Ba- the tray and put my tiny laptop on it. It doesn't make me forget. Yeah. I'm like, who sold the travel reporter on this bogus story? Is there a snack organization, Liz, that would do that? I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, someone- there is a snack information center yeah. where they just disseminate like fabulous information about snacks. I'm sure that's going on. I mean, is, the snack lobby. Yeah, I mean, airlines. It seems like it's like your tortellini lobby, Leanne. It is. It? I guess saying. it is. It's a tortellini is just a pure and joyous product. They're not trying to say, oh, don't you know? Don't mind you know global warming. You're having tortellini, <laughs> but this is what they're trying to say. Like, oh no, p- passengers will take any amount of hassle in the air so they can get their sm- snack mixes from small batch. <laughs> so, production houses i no. just i don't understand it liz mm-hmm. i mean i'm a, i also assume they're all fake small batch out homes oh. you know they all have these cutesy little artisanal names but you know that could be quaker oats too that could be pepsico <laughs> you know who makes most of the snacks in america the same one or two companies okay yeah. oh liz i hadn't even thought of that deal oh, i know liz. that's so a cynical there's a take. whole evil side to this as well liz okay well, i'm not calling it evil i'm just calling it big snack joy yeah. there's big snacks okay. out there <laughs> It's sort of like how the breweries have bought up so many of the craft brewers. Right. Uh You know, so you feel good about the artisanal craft brews and then... But they are owned by the same people that own everything. Well, the the airline representatives they talk to in the story are delusional because they're like, no, people come for the snacks. That's why they... (laughs) People have to get from point A to point B. Yeah. And... But uh, the cheapest way they can, right. most efficient way right. they can. With, yes. They're not picking snacks. Yeah, right. without getting deep vein thrombosis. So that's why they show up. But I would just like to say, American Airlines, no one wants biscotti day and night. <laughs> like, why? All they have is biscotti now yeah. in the back. See, in the you do have an don't opinion you feel about like snacks. That biscotti has been around. Like, they just found a warehouse of it yes. and just thought they'd. Yeah, because yeah. the packaging isn't even fresh, Julie. You're absolutely right about that. There's something suspicious about the entire... It's like, it's, it looks like World War II biscotti. But, but again, I mean, I am sure it's hard to pick a snack that you can serve to the multitudes that are flying. It's I'm pretzels. sure there's just... It's pretzels. That's the snack. Goldfish. 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 <laughs> it's not hard. Goldfish. Okay. Oof. All right. Well, okay, but can... see, Leanne, you said people don't care about snacks, and yet you clearly care deeply. That's 
That's true. But... That's the paradox mm, of the is. airline snack. But I guess I guess then, according to this article, I would change airlines. I would throw away all those frequent flyer miles and the tiny, tiny bit of status I've achieved because I don't want biscotti <laughs> at four o'clock in the afternoon. I want some pretzels. <laughs> Bring your own. All right. We are the Satellite Sisters. Okay, we have Entertaining Sisters coming up next. But first, uh, we want to thank a couple of sponsors. Thanks, Rothies. And then, Liz, we have... Okay. Those are a couple of bang-up sponsors. Yeah, no, I know. We got the good stuff here at Satellite sure, Sisters. Sure. And all those uh, links are always in our show notes. If you're looking on your phone, you just swipe the cover art, and it's right there. Or go to SatelliteSisters.com, and we do a blog post for every episode, and we put the uh, URLs in there, too. Thank you, Liz, for doing that. Um, you're welcome. I want to remind people that next week we'll be speaking to Maureen Cavanaugh. She is the author of If You Love Me. It's the memoir she wrote about her daughter's opioid addiction and how it affected her and her family and her daughter. And we're really looking forward to talking to Maureen. The memoir is compelling. It's readable. It's a valuable story that's important today. And we know it's touched the lives of people in the Satellite Sisters community, opioid addiction. And addiction has just touched a lot of families' lives. So we are looking forward to having Maureen on the show. Yesterday, I did post at the Facebook group just an open thread if you wanted a specific question. If you wanted to ask Maureen a specific question, you can go ahead and put that there. Just go to the Facebook group and look for the book club post, add it to that post, and we'll try to get um, we'll try to get to it when we speak to Maureen next week. Yeah, she's just got a very candid and truthful account of what happened uh, with her daughter and, you know, how that impacted her relationship. It's really it's a good story. It's really something. Yeah. Looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Um, All right. Entertaining Sisters. Julie and I are doing two recaps. One's a mini recap of Poldark and then the Madam Secretary recap full blown that posted Mm -hmm. yesterday on Satellite Sisters Talk TV. Our recap of this week's Madam Secretary episode. A lot of good characters in this week's episode, Liz. Yes. Yeah. This is that this you definitely want to listen to our recap. And you might even want to watch the show. Yeah. That's what uh, I would say. Well, I think you're going to want to watch the new Madam Secretary because we do discuss in depth the black bra controversy. I mean, it's yeah. over the top now. Mm-hmm. Why the Secretary of State is wearing a black bra under every white shirt she has. <laughs> I, I mean, we spotted this last season, Liz. We mm-hmm. brought, we brought it out. We talked about it when no one else was, yeah. was doing any truth telling on yeah. this issue. Is but there a we, message in this? Is Taya trying to say something? We don't know, Liz. Is it a third love sponsorship? No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Okay. All right. That's over at Satellite Sisters Talk TV. But the Poll Dark recap, we're going to just post our random thoughts on the Facebook group. Julie, did you watch this week's Poll Dark? Yes, Lynn. And I have titled this week's episode, I Can't Take Anymore. <laughs> that's, why, that's how I feel. I can't take anymore, Lynn. So much misery. So much misery. Sad, sad, sad. That's what my notes say. Like every woman in the entire episode, it was just horrible. I mean, from every horrible life thing that could happen to you. It was horrible. It was sad. And it was a little tedious, I thought. <laughs> I, I, think. I, I just thought like it's bad enough we're in Cornwall, you know, that it's cold, it's dark most of the time. But they went places with this episode. People were sobbing. Uh, it's just, I, I, you can't even watch it. I mean, I, I just couldn't take it, Land. So that, so just be prepared. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, it's it's going to be a big bummer with a capital B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that is quite a recommendation to sign right up for that. I've never watched Paul Dark and 
I, this is not the week I'm going to jump no. in on that. I mean, if they okay. if they lock Rowena up in that asylum, I am out. I cannot take that. I, I, I can't yes, take it. I mean, I can't. That I don't know if I can take it. And you know, I don't like scenes of dark minds. No. Okay. And there's nothing. And of course, they have a mine in the story, Liz. Uh, that pole dark is supposed to be running, and there is nothing worse than a dark mind than than just a plain dark mind is a dark wet mind. Yeah, and that's what we got this week. Okay, the mine floods. Oh, brother. Okay, I know. underwater, okay. underground. It was. I couldn't take it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to take it either. All right. We're going to. We're going to post notes our, in the Facebook group. Well, and isn't that nice and cheery? So that's our recommendation <laughs> for Dark this week. <laughs> Let's do something more fun. Tell us about Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Leanne. Julia Louis-Dreyfus this week was awarded the Mark Twain Prize for Comedy and at a special ceremony at the Kennedy Center for the Arts in Washington. And that's going to be broadcast in a couple weeks on PBS, so we'll keep you updated there. But Julia Louis-Dreyfus is literally the best at what she does. She is literally the best. She is the A number one woman in comedy. Like, she's been on some of the most successful sitcoms mm-hmm. of all time. She is fearless. She is unrelenting. Her characters are all slightly unlikable, which yes. is why you love them yes. even more. She does not care what people think of the characters. She brings it every time. So I was so happy to see, first of all, that she's healthy. You know, she yes. was diagnosed last year. She won like her 800th Emmy Award. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it was. It was like her 12th. That's some accurate reporting. Yeah. Like. I think it was yeah. 12 or 800. Yeah, I can't can remember. It. So 12 Emmys. And then the next day she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Literally, she said that's how it happened. So she's been through some pretty traumatic treatments. But she's back on the set of Veep where... That is just the darn funniest show ever. I follow that on Twitter. It's just funny to see the behind the scenes from the set of Veep, what's going on there. I know. So uh, so she was honored for that. So she was she was there and her Jerry Seinfeld showed up and he gave he said it wasn't even acting. He said, first of all, I can't act, which was obvious. He yes. Goes, so I just loved Julia Louis-Dreyfus so much. And that was actually the part. Like, she was my ex-girlfriend when we stayed in touch, but I loved her. So she just showed up and was wonderful and great and funny for nine years, 200 episodes, syndication, zillions of dollars. And that was good. I did not have to act at all because that was like 100% (laughs) the truth. And I I absolutely love that. But I was just super happy to see that she was was healthy and she was back. She looked glorious in the photos. And I think that would be a fun thing to watch on PBS when I can't wait to watch it comes up yeah yeah I mean I just really really love her uh what else we have Oh, Safe for Work, Liz. You had an episode this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this week's, you know, I moonlight on this other podcast where I'm the co-host with Rico Galliano of a workplace advice show called Safe for Work. And this week's episode I thought would be particularly interesting to the Satellite Sisterhood because we interview the co-CEOs and best friends uh, who founded The Skim, Carly Zakin and Danielle Weisberg. And if you don't know the scam, it's like a new, a daily news digest that they created. They were both NBC News producers and sitting on their couch one day just decided, let's start our own like newsletter yeah. about the news, but for women our age. So it's for millennial women, though they have a lot of other subscribers. They have 7 million subscribers to the skim now. It's That's insane. Something. And the business is really just blowing up. And I say good for them. Yeah. So we have a really fun conversation. I'll put a link in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group uh, to this week's episode of Safe for Work and also in our show notes. I think you'll really enjoy it. They're, they're smart and fun to talk to. How old are they, 
specialist, you know? They're like in their early 30s now. Yeah. I think they were 25-ish when they started the company, you know, and they they now have 75 employees. Oh, if we were you only know. more ambitious. I know. But, for them. But, are, but did they stay focused on millennials? They're not yes. expanding no. to uh, yeah. non-millennials like ourselves? Yeah. No, but if you read it, Julie, what's so interesting about the Daily Newsletter is that it's just news written in a fun, lively, very accessible way. Right. The reason they call it the skim is because they wanted it to be skimmable because they figured that's what people really do. But they wanted people to skim information about important stories, not just like the clickbait stories. So how do you make important, complicated things simple and skimmable? And they are fantastic at it. So I recommend the newsletter. But but first, listen to Safe for Work and subscribe to that. Fantastic. All right. Uh, we would like to thank Sergio Enriquez, our engineer, and we'd also like to thank our sponsors for this week. Is that it? Did I get that right? We're yeah. Ready, wrapping it up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something I forgot. No, uh, that seems like enough. No. Oh, There's so many beverages, so many <laughs> snacks. So much. Woo. Uh, banana bread. We had covered it all. So we would like to thank Ritual. We'd like to thank Rothy's. We'd like to thank Molecule. And we'd like to thank Third Love for supporting women's voices on the air. We really appreciate your support. Mm-hmm. And thanks, Satellite Sisters listeners, for supporting the people who support us. All right. Time for our to-do list. Uh, Julie, let's go to you because I think you literally have to run out the door right now. Is I, I know. Correct? I'm a little worried. I have a black diamond urban nana assignment going on right now Mm -hmm. i'm in my uh son and daughter-in-law are on separate business trips out of dallas so that means today i have three grandchildren one dog i have four different after school activities i gotta get people to i have homework and dinner bed and bath and i have to say i'm a little i i'm gearing up for this i've got to be really focused or it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. So this is, this is I'm digging deep as an urban Nana to get this assignment done today because I'm going places where I don't think any Nana has done, gone in mm-hmm. terms of trying to get all the children to the right places and back home again. So, you know, what would help homework. you, you know, what would help what? Well, y- yard sign. <laughs> And you know, Liz, and Nana Camp yard sign. the show was going on, I was thinking it would have been so cute if I had a little yard sign. And every time I show up for duty, when I have these overnight assignments, I could come and put my yard sign yep. in front of their house. I'd that, love that. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. You know what, Julie? On my to-do list is win $1.6 billion. So when I win the lottery tonight, I'll buy you a yard sign. <laughs> I'm going to buy you. I'm going to buy you a yard full of yard signs. This could be the last time we're ever podcasting together then, because when you lock down that 1.6 bill, I'm guessing mm, you're going to trim some things from your schedule. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm out. (laughs) 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 I mean, mean, this has been great, but, you know, when you win 1.5 billion, you're going to be busy. Yeah. Like figuring out. There's a lot of logistics. How to, to give it away to your those family? Wheelbarrows of money that are going to come to the house, <laughs> and then the wheelbarrows that are going to go to the taxes, and then where else do I roll the wheelbarrows? So, sure. Okay. Yeah. I actually didn't have family slotted. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get Monica a new roof. I mean, because I can't hear her talk about a roof anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding, Monica. I am going to get you a new roof. I don't mind listening to you talk about your roof. Uh, 
<laughs> so, but other than that, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty set to win that one point six billion dollars. I'm happy okay. for you. Yeah. Did Leah, you buy a ticket? There's no one that deserves it more. There actually are, but uh, if that if that's the way you feel, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Liz, did you buy a ticket? I didn't. You know, I was at Pavilions the other night, and there was just a long line in front of the machine. I, I don't know. I Liz, figured you'd you give me some money. you got to get in to win. I have a ticket. You do? My ticket's from West Texas, so I know I'm going to win. Yeah. Okay. I still have time to get in under the wire. I know you got to be in it to win it. No, my to-do list, I, you know, I've mainly been focused on my uh, weak right butt cheek. Yeah. So just I'm <laughs> back at the physical therapy. I got to say, those exercises they gave me, they're really working. So Thank you, physical therapist. Uh, I've been really trying to be conscientious about doing them every day. My only problem, as I mentioned last week, is when I'm laying on the floor doing my clamshells, Hooper will not stop licking my face. Uh, But that's okay. Other than that, good. Okay. Well, maybe I'll see you next week. Maybe I won't. (laughs) Okay. We'll read about it in the paper. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great, though? Yeah. That's why people buy the ticket. Like for that one hour, you're like, oh, my gosh, what if I won $1.5 yeah. billion? It's a cheap thrill just to think about it. It is. Yeah. And, you know, you might as well just buy one because your odds aren't increased by buying five. Like, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the lottery again. I know yeah. we have to wrap up the show. <laughs> no, it's <All> okay. Right. <laughs> I just... It's our last ever podcast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Farewell. Remember, go to SatelliteSisters.com for all of our show notes and for the blog post that's specifically about the new merch at the store. You're going to have some fun. You could spend, you could drop a billion there. Easy. (laughs) We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sisters.